Thank you for tuning in to Remodeling Mastery by Mark Richardson, brought to you by Surefire Social. For more advice, tips, and strategy on small business marketing, visit surefiresocial.com forward slash podcast. Hi, I'm Mark Richardson and welcome to Remodeling Mastery. Remodeling Mastery is a podcast series that allows you to take a little bit of a time out, reflect on your business, you know, get out of the trenches. And what I try to do is take some topics that I think are a little bit more thought-provoking, a little bit more forward-thinking, and also an opportunity for you to really think, I think, about the business, not just do the business. Today the topic is titled, Who Will Fire You? Now I think for many that notion of being fired, quite frankly, is a little bit of a scary one. But I think it's important, I think, as you think about your different passages that you try to frame this in the right way. You know, I heard this from a friend about 20 years ago who actually was quite successful. He was in his 40s and accomplished tremendous amount of things, both in terms of business growth as well as his financial wealth. And I asked him, Bill, what's the next step for you? And he said, quite frankly, Mark, at this point, I'm looking for someone to fire me. And when he said that, it was a little bit sort of grabbed me by the collar and sort of shook me a little bit. But it was also very, very enlightening and really profound. And what it really said to me and what he was saying to himself is the only way for me to move to my next level my next passage, my next, what I'm yearning for is to find someone to fire me. You know, the business has a life of its own. It has people and products and clients. And the reality is most remodeling businesses are pretty much totally dependent on the leader and the owner in the business. And I think as you think about this subject, you know, do you really want to be doing what you're doing now three years, five years 10 years from now, and I'm not here to judge what you should or shouldn't be doing, but what I will say is most people want to move through passages. Most people want to move to the next level. You know, another friend of mine many years ago said something that actually led to some writings that I've done, as well as a new book I have coming out in the future, and she was actually in her 50s late 50s, and she was looking as her next step. And I asked her, when do you see potentially retiring from what you're doing right now? And she said, you know, I don't see that I'm going to retire. I see that I'm going to rewire. Now, this notion in the remodeling business of rewiring, I think, is much, much more comforting. Matter of fact, it absolutely hit a chord for me when she shared that. And that really sort of dovetailed into this notion of these different passages, moving to the next level. So as you think about this subject, who will fire you, I think it's important that you sort of sit back and reflect. Reflect, where do you want to be? Where do you want to go in the next three, five, ten years? You know, If you don't know specifically where you want to be, how do you want to feel? What are some of those qualities that you want to feel? It could be freedom. It could be independence. It could be, you know, an opportunity to give back in different kind of ways.
So I've jotted down a few tips, a few tips in that I've sort of been there, done it in terms of the rewiring process and moving on to the next level. And as I've reflected on this particular topic today, I've written down seven tips that I would give you to start to think about. The first is you've got to plan ahead. You know, planning ahead is really, really important. And planning ahead is not planning one year ahead. You've got to plan. If you truly, truly want to look for someone to fire you, you need to be thinking in terms of five or ten years out. And as far out as that seems, as difficult as it seems, it is a long-term process, not a short-term process. So I think the more that you're clear in terms of what you're yearning for, whether it's in or out of the business, whatever it happens to be, try to plan plenty of time in advance. The second tip I would give you is get some conviction in terms of knowing your numbers, knowing your personal numbers, knowing the business numbers. You know, I ask many, many folks out there, friends and colleagues, when you really think about your financial goals, when is enough enough? You know, what is that number for you? What is that net worth that you want to get to? And I think the more that you understand and you can start to articulate and quantify on knowing your numbers, the more I think you can, in fact, create a more detailed plan of how to get there. But it all starts, I think, by asking, asking friends, asking advisor, and also doing some actually math yourself in terms of what that would be. It might be, if you plan to stay involved in the business, it's a certain amount of income that you want to be able to take out of the business and still be removed from it. You know, a friend of mine said, you know, as long as I can take $150,000 to $200,000 out of the business, the business becomes almost like a little annuity for them. The number three tip I would give you is as you're thinking about your team, as you're growing your team, whether it is someone in production, someone in sales, or someone in human resources, it doesn't really matter. Try to think about the future. Try to think about their, how can they move you forward? You know, is this a person potentially that I can see three, five, seven years from now stepping up into my shoes or my, my seat? And I think the more that you hire with this in mind, the more likely you're going to have the right ingredients to be able to move you forward. Number four is put them in positions. Once you get two or three of these team members that you think can push you forward, start to put them in positions that are really pushing them a little bit out of their comfort zone. Get them to lead others, to teach others. You know, get them out there on the speaking circuit and actually test them and see if, in fact, they can grow to the next level. But try to put them in positions, whether it's with clients or products or services or even in the industry, that really is more of a senior or more of a leadership level positioning. Number five is you've got to invest time in coaching them. Now, we have a tendency to spend most of our time on the day-to-day -day stuff. But if you really want to find someone to fire you, it's not going to be overnight. 
So it's going to be a coaching exercise that oftentimes will take years to be able to develop these people. You might want to be spending an hour a week on one-on-one coaching. And in that one-on-one coaching, yes, part of it has to be about the day-to-day stuff, but the other part of it has to be about them, has to be about their development and their leadership skills. You might also solicit an outside coach, an outside coach to be able to help them be able to grow and improve and bring some new perspective in terms of taking it to the next level. The number six tip is you've got to think about, I think, this subject is a series of chess moves. And just like with an opponent, you're the chess player that are thinking two or three steps ahead. You're not necessarily totally revealing and totally transparent of what you expect because you need to make some moves to see what the other reaction is. So you may have a vision of one or two people that could step up at a higher level with you, but make some chess moves to test them. Put them in positions to really see if, in fact, they can step up to the table and do what it's necessary. But the most important thing is think in terms of their development, think in terms of these moves that you're trying to make, like playing chess, two or three moves ahead. And the last tip I would give you is don't keep your yearning, don't keep your goal, don't keep your vision a secret. I think the more on your trusted advisors, they're aware of what you're trying to get to, the more guidance that you're going to get, but also the more accountability that they're going to hold you to it. If you really have that particular goal, whether it's five, six, seven years out, and you have some regular discussions with trusted advisors on this subject, then expect them, ask them to hold you accountable to try to keep some of these moves alive. You know, this is really very much of a journey. And as a journey here, it takes a certain amount of moves to get ultimately to that place. But if you can achieve and find the right person, but also develop and inspire and position the rest of the company for this right person to step into your shoes, it really can, I think, help you take it to the next level. So I want to thank everybody for listening to the subject today, and I look forward to talking to you soon. Remodeling Mastery by Mark Richardson was created to help business owners like you grow your business. Learn something new today? Let us know by tweeting at Surefire Social. For more podcasts, visit surefiresocial.com forward slash podcast.